All right. Welcome to Scalable and Sellable, where we find out what great entrepreneurs have done to scale their businesses to millions. Stay right here for the next few minutes to leverage validated methodologies for growth and create a way more scalable and sellable business for yourself. Let's get started. Um, would you mind telling the, the uh, viewers just a little bit about you and, and your business? Yeah, thanks for uh, putting this together. Excited to do it. And um, uh, my business, I have a few businesses, um, as, as most people do these days, I think. But uh, my, my, my main business is a media buying uh, company, an audience intelligence and media buying uh, firm called Ad Victory. Uh, I guess I guess some folks might ask what that is, but um, as uh, as as audiences uh, get more fractured, as they are harder to reach, as they consume media across different channels than they used to, and and overlap uh, between TV and online and print and digital and all that stuff, um, you know, we we work with folks, mostly political campaigns, actually, uh, to plan their media programs and plan their media programs around where their audiences consume media uh, and help them reach uh, help them reach you know those those people for their messages um, across uh, TV, digital, radio, um, print, and all that type of stuff. Uh, so so we work with clients to really understand who their audiences are, how media can best reach them, and and help them execute those kind of programs. Right. And and I mean, people witnessed it a few years ago with the election and more than ever, probably in history, how impactful what you do could be in, in an election. Um, and with marketing, you know, anything, nothing's nothing sadder than a great message to the wrong people. Yeah. Um, um, what do you attribute your growth to? Uh, well, politics and, and the business of campaigns is a is an interesting um is an interesting, uh, you know, vertical. We, I had the, um, one of my mentors make an analogy one time that political campaigns are like startups. Um, you know, they start every two years, uh, they make all their money on one day, uh, election day, and then they're out of business, whether you win or lose. Um, and then every election cycle, uh, you have to go and, uh, you have to go and re re, um, you know, find new clients. Uh, and, and some of them stay with you. And, and we've, we've developed a little bit of a corporate business space too, um, public affairs stuff that sits in the middle of political campaigns in the corporate world. Uh, but most of our business is still political campaigns. So every, every election cycle, every two years, we're out prospecting business. And, and honestly, I, you know, I can think of a number of things, um, you know, we've developed better systems internally over the years to execute our business and help it be a sustainable business for our team to service. Because as you can imagine, you know, we kind of maintain this always on startup mentality as a company, because those are the kind of clients that we service. So they're very unorganized. They're very blowing in the wind with a news cycle and their goals. You know, we, we kind of operate like that as a business uh, to some degree, because those are our end clients, but we've developed systems internally to, to, to standardize our service as best we can to help retain employees, to help them grow and be trained um, that allows us to execute that stuff cycle to cycle. So keeping, keeping team members together has been a big part of it. And then ultimately just customer service, you know, political campaigns and any kind of startup really, uh, you know, the biggest thing they need is just reliable, clear, concise uh, customer service where people are communicative to them. People understand what their goals are. People could execute it for them without a whole bunch of fuss and without a whole bunch of confusion. And we just try to play in that space as best we can so we can execute things for our clients so they don't have to think about anything. They know they have a reliable service from us. They know they have a reliable team uh, and they can go on to worry about the other 900 things they got to worry about. Right. Wow. Um, well, I'm sure you've learned a lot along the way based off of working on all these different campaigns and all the different companies that you've you've 
done done this for if you were to go into a brand new totally different business what would be some of the first things that you'd look into to start doing to grow that business yeah it's a great question because you know obviously it depends on the business a little bit right so much so many things are different in different mm -hmm. kinds of businesses uh but but there's also so many great things that are the same too um truths that live across all that stuff i, I think customer services you know i just talked about or i just mentioned um, is one of the one of the earliest things I would always look at, and 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 really from the perspective of like who are the current customers, uh, and I if I'm just coming into a business new, what can I learn from them? What are their pain points? What are the successes? What are the the goods and the bads and the uglies of of the current interaction with the business? And looking for ways to retain them, looking for ways to grow our relationship with them. Um, you know, I think I think there's so much fruit that can happen from growing a customer, depending on the business, of course, but growing a current customer relationship rather than, you know, what's what's ultimately harder sometimes and more expensive is to go out and find new customers. So what can you learn from those current customers? How can you grow the relationship? Um, and how can that help grow the business? You know, so many folks get fo focused on um you know, bringing in new customers as their main goal, they don't nurture and take care of the ones they, they already got. And those can be the most, the most impactful ones, um, mm. you know, for any business. And then I think I would, the second thing is just look for strategic alignments and partnerships. There's so much out there in the entrepreneur community and the business community where other businesses need to find ways to partner and expose themselves through other people's entities. Uh, so how can you kind of understand those partnerships, your own network and make those connections to grow you know, something that's mutually beneficial, not only for you as, as a business, but um, uh, but but their businesses too, uh, especially coming in new to a business like like your question kind of posed, you know, how can my network change uh, some of those partnerships and strategic alignments that might be helpful that didn't already exist in that business? Yeah, good advice. What do you feel most small business owners do wrong? Oh, you know, everything. We all make mistakes, right? Nobody's perfect, right? Everything we do is is kind of learning as we go, um, you know, and it's it's being okay with that, you know, is one thing not beating yourself up about that. Mistakes are okay. Uh, you know, you don't need to be afraid of failures. Some people, um, you know, they freeze. They, 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 they think everything needs to be perfect in order to structure something. They, they need to, you know, draft a, a comprehensive business plan that covers everything that's going to happen with a, with, a, with a new business and, and, you know, kind of the old adage that I'm sure, you know, many folks around have talked about and agree with, you know, the first thing you do with the business plan after you, after you do it is crumple it up and throw it out because, uh, you know, everything goes out the window once you hit market. Um, yeah. But I think, I think overcomplicating things too. I think that, um, you know, trying to find the simplest, easiest next steps in anything you do, especially when things get, um, get confusing, you know, how can you simplify things? How can you be concise? Um, and how can you not overcomplicate? And those are the ways I think you find incremental growth. Mm. Um, is there any particular book that jumps out at you that's been uh, an influence on you? Um, you know, it's funny. I'm not, I'm not, you know, as much into kind of reading, um, you know, business related books or, or entrepreneur related books. I mean, I like them and I read a lot about that stuff, you know, more short form, you know, in news articles and stuff like that. You know, my, my books that I like are, um, our stuff, uh, you know, Mark Twain following the equator short stories by Mike, <laughs> Mark Twain and, and his kind of experiences traveling around the world as, as maybe something that relates to you and his kind Can you of get this new marketing idea somehow from the. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, the social commentary, satirism and those kind of books are great. Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail uh, by Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson is my favorite author. And um, and his kind of reading Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail is is one thing that inspired me to get into politics. So I would say that was very impactful in my uh -huh. life. 
Well, that's not probably the most common path to politics. <laughs> but it's, a, it's an exciting one. It's an exciting perspective. It's the most common path to Las Vegas, maybe. But There you go. There you go. Um, but uh, if you could go back in time to when you first started out and say one thing to younger you, what would you say? Oh, think about that a lot. Um, I think being an engaged listener uh, is something that that I would, I would try to do better. Um, you know, as, as you develop, you know, kind of networking and relationships, uh, you know, you don't always want to be the one talking, you don't always want to be the one, you know, forcing your viewpoint or forcing your your stories or your point of view into conversations. I think the more you can listen, um, you know, you can learn more uh, and, and you can kind of develop a, a camaraderie and a, and a connection with folks by listening to them more than talking. So I think I think that would be one thing, helping people before they ask. Um, you know, I, I think nobody really talks about how important networking and relationship building is certainly not when I was in college or when I was coming up in high school, um, in business school or other stuff that we were doing, you know, you learned a lot about, you know, businesses and marketing and, and financials and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, the, so much, as you know, with, with, with your business, um, and the way you've built a business around this is, is about relationships and networking. Um, you know, so helping people before they ask is one of the big things that I think helps with that. Um, yeah, reciprocity. Yeah, it provides value for for other folks. Yeah, I mean, genuinely help people. People are always it's it's gotten to a point where people are almost kind of like, "What are you helping me for?" <laughs> you know, you're like, I'm actually just helping you. I remember I remember meeting a, a good friend of mine who just moved to America from England. This is a long time ago, and I handed him a business card. Say, hey, if I can ever help you, you know, like figuring things out here, whatever. And he thought for sure, like he's like, "What is he trying to sell me? What is he trying to sell me?" And I was like. <laughs> I had a, such a specific business that like it was just really trying to help. But um, uh, what questions should I be asking you that I haven't? Oh, you know, I think I think any any business owner, any person, you know, whether you're a manager, um, you know, how how can you bring other people along? I think you when you talk about scaling a business, when you talk about scaling a department, um, even around a business owner, you know, how can you find the next you, you know, how can you find, um, you know, not even the next you, but how can you find somebody who's going to run in a different direction than maybe even you thought about with your company or, or do, do a, um, an aspect of, of your business or service differently than, than you would think about it. And how can you foster, you know, that, that type of, um, you know, that type of freedom for people to act like that and, 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 and people to, um, you know, thrive in, in building their own things. And one of the things, you know, with my business, and this doesn't work for every business, but, but I try to, um, you know, not micromanage as much as much as possible, um, and let and let my team members, um, you know, kind of come up with their own ways of doing things, uh, their own ways of of working together, um, and and offering our service and working with clients, and developing their own relationship. Um, so, so I think you know as much as possible, um, you know, it's it's an important thing to think about uh, with any kind of business and scaling it. Yeah, awesome. Um, any parting words of advice for or wisdom for the entrepreneurs in the trenches scaling? Um, you know, I think you got to take risks. Like, like we said, nothing's ever going to be perfect. It's never going to be the exact time. And, and you can't let that, you know, you can't overplan and, and always let that slow you down. You just got to, you got to jump. Sometimes you got to stay humble, no matter how much success or no matter how much failure you have. Uh, you always got to, got to, you know, not take yourself too seriously to some degree and stay humble and want to help people, um, and be concise, um, as you figure out how to answer people's problems, solve people's problems, bring it, bring a new aspect of your, of your business to market, grow a team member. Um, you got to have clear, concise ways to do that uh, and, 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 and kind of eliminate the noise, limit the confusion. And, and those are great ways to move forward. Yeah, man. 
Well said.